This is your classical break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to Schubert's Introduction and Variations on Trockner Blumen for flute and piano. This piece follows the fairly conventional practice at the time of taking a melody from a song or opera aria and making a set of variations out of it. You can listen back to the episodes on Paganini's variations on Epalpiti or Beethoven's variations on Bimanern to hear other composers of around the same time as Schubert doing the same thing. Like this piece, the format was often a solo instrument with accompaniment, with variations that would often show off the virtuosity of the soloist. The theme being variationed comes from one of Schubert's many songs, and when I say many, I mean he wrote over 600 songs in his lifetime. His melodies were famous in Vienna, and groups of his fans would throw parties in his honor, singing his songs and playing his music. One such fan, and a friend of Schubert's, was a flute player, and when he heard Schubert's song cycle, Die Schöne Müllerin, he was struck in particular by one of the songs and commissioned this set of variations from the composer. The song cycle is based off a set of poems that follow a young man who falls in love with the Schöne Müller and the beautiful Miller's daughter. The text of this song concerns the flowers given to the protagonist by that Miller's daughter, his love who has spurned him for another man. The flowers have withered and died up, you can see the allegory there, and he imagines taking them to his grave. In his mind, they'd sprout anew over his dead body, and when his beloved would walk by, she'd see that he was true up until the end. It's one of those somewhat maudlin tales of unrequited love that were pretty popular in the Romantic era. Like many of his pieces, Schubert couldn't find a publisher for this one, and it sat for 25 years. And like many of his pieces, it became popular only in the decades following his death, as people started digging through and pulling out his unpublished works. By the time it was finally published, there was less music being written for the flute by top-flight composers like Schubert, so this piece immediately became popular among those who did play the flute, and it shows up on a lot of recital programs today. Aside from being a prolific composer, Schubert was also an influential one. He was a pianist, not a singer, and you can hear that in the way that he writes the piano parts in his songs. They're not just accompaniment, they're a second equal voice to the singer, and that carries over into this piece. While the flute is more prominent, there's plenty for the piano to do besides just plunking out chords or filling out harmonies. And while the subject matter of the song is fairly depressing, Schubert runs through a wide range of emotions in all of the variations in this piece. In fact, far from the downer ending of the original song and the cycle that it came from, the final variation in this set is uplifting, even triumphant. And this is no walk in the park for either the flute player or the pianist either, with plenty of breakneck passages and technical fireworks throughout. Here's Paula Robeson and Pavali Umpinen in a recording made at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston with Schubert's Introduction and Variations on Trockner Blumen.
Thank you.
funny as someone who has sung a lot of Schubert's songs this piece gets a much happier ending than a lot of his songs and certainly his song cycles do thanks to Paula Robeson and Pavali Jumpenen along with the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston for putting that recording up on the web you can check out a ton more at the museum's website gardnermuseum.org And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll hear a wind quintet by Paul Taffanel. I'll see you then.